As COVID begins to explode again, almost exclusively among the unvaccinated, wouldn't you think that this one time Republican leaders would stand up with Democrats for the good of the country and in order to save lives, encourage all Americans to get vaccinated? Every one of the leaders of the Republican Party and their wives and children have been vaccinated. You know why? I'll give any Trump devotee a moment. This is not a trick question. It's for the same reason that Tucker Carlson and the late Rush Limbaugh got vaccinated. You know them, the guys who encouraged their listeners not to be so quick to get vaccinated. They all got their shots and probably pushed their way to the front of the line because, wait for it, because, because they like getting shots. That must be it. It couldn't have had anything to do with being afraid of getting COVID. Nah. These guys, by the way, are the same geniuses who sat mute when the moron in chief proclaimed that testing was causing the spread of COVID and told his staff to slow down the testing. Anyway, they aren't going to do the right thing and tell their fans to do what they did. And people will die because Republican leaders don't want to incur the wrath of the zombie horde component of the Trump base. Hardcore Trumpers think science is the bailiwick of liberals, communists, and socialists, especially when science tells them something they don't want to hear, like climate change or long division. Scientists are out to mislead people, especially Dr. Fauci. They haven't told us why, but we're supposed to accept that they just are. 99% of the new wave of COVID deaths have been unvaccinated people. 99%. Zombie response? Where do you get that from? CNN or the CDC? That ain't true. I have a friend who knows what's what, and he told me that's fake news and part of the conspiracy to make us all get vaccinated. What do you say to these people? I'm at a loss. In my continuing effort to attempt to foster a respectful line of communication with the people who believe that Trump won in a landslide because he said so, and vaccines are for pussies and masks are a government plot to control us, I'm going to make an effort to refrain from calling them morons. But I do want to respond to one moron who wrote me with an argument that even I have a great deal of difficulty responding to and countering. It goes like this. I don't care what you say, and I may not be able to prove it, but I know the Biden people rig the election and vaccines have mind control chips in them. This is the way the Antiva crowd sees the world. And yes, Antiva stands for anti-vaxxer. Let's apply this, I don't care what you say, line of advanced reasoning to other reported occurrences. I don't care what you say, and I may not be able to prove it, but I know Bigfoot is out there. See, the beauty of this brainless debate style is that it works with anything. I don't care what you say, and I may not be able to prove it, but the earth is flat, and the dark side of the moon is made of green cheese. Masks don't work. 
Obama was a Muslim terrorist, and his wife is a she-male. Donald Trump's hair color is natural, and he would have never cheated on his wife and slept with Stormy Daniels. You see, it's a wonderful explanation, and it works for anything. And it's guaranteed to vanquish the opponent, leave him speechless, and end any argument because, because people who have resisted being infected by the Trump anti-reasoning disease, Antira, will immediately recognize the futility of engaging in a reasoning contest with a person who appears to have the phenotype of a homo sapien but would lose a game of tic-tac-toe to an armadillo. Homo sapien, for any Antiva types who are listening, means man the wise. At a certain time in our evolutionary history, we became capable of higher reasoning and people who were unable to get past the I don't care what you say, I believe in nonsense stage failed to get into institutions of higher education where they might have learned important stuff like science and the idea of objective evidence. We may have been emphasizing educating the wrong people. The truly needy ones were left behind to be educated by Donald Trump and Alex Jones. This brings me to Charles Darwin, who coined the phrase survival of the fittest and demonstrated how evolution works. The characteristics that give a creature an advantage in the ongoing competition for survival are passed along and better equip their offspring to thrive and survive. It's worth noting that many Trump followers reject Darwin's theory and think he was a communist a liberal, or even worse, a scientist like Dr. Anthony Fauci. They believe an invisible guy in the sky wearing a white robe placed us here to sin and desecrate the planet. And their belief system is Trumpian to its very core. They will tell you that everybody knows it and many people agree with me. And unfortunately, many people do agree with them. So, to a hardcore Trumper, Darwin should be banned from the public schools and replaced with the solid science of Genesis. Darwinism, as one Republican congressman so eloquently put it, is a lie straight from the pit of hell. Except for the idea of social Darwinism, which was conceived by the true intellectual father of modern Republican thought, Herbert Spencer. Spencer believed that only the fittest people had the right to survive. This notion explains what is behind the Republican hysteria about the idea of making health care available to the needy and those with pre-existing conditions. Obamacare to them is care for people who don't work hard enough to afford to pay their premiums or are defective because they were born with some kind of disease. We need to weed them out, not prolong their lives. It's nature's way. It's a good thing. The irony of simultaneously rejecting Darwinism and believing in social Darwinism escapes them because people who are stupid don't get irony. Speaking of irony, Darwinism is occurring as I speak to you.
People who were born with a defective reasoning gene or have chosen the path of stupidity and believe that Trump was sent by God to fight devil-worshipping cannibal pedophiles are, as I speak to you, getting very sick from COVID and infecting each other at Donald Trump Stop the Steal rallies. This is an example of the other kind of social Darwinism, minus the moral component. They are much too dumb to understand that they're killing each other and thereby ensuring that they are unlikely to survive the pandemic. I love science. So here's what it comes down to. The very people who reject Darwinism as bunk then adopt it as a moral and social philosophy, wind up proving that survival of the fittest is solid science by taking themselves out by voluntarily contracting COVID, which they could have avoided easily by getting a free shot. Now, you might be thinking, what's the problem here? You can lead a Marjorie Green-style Trumper to a vaccination center, but you can't make him take the shot. This will result in a shrinking base for Donald Trump. A win for Darwinism and the rest of us, which would be just fine and dandy, but the problem is that when these tough guys who scream they don't need no government vaccine because they are Trump strong, who, of course, took the vaccine and anything else the government offered him when he got COVID, the same Trump, who is so tough he once ran away when he saw an old man who needed help bleeding right in front of him, Trump strong like that, when these tough guys get COVID and they come crying for help at the ER because they can't breathe and demand care, we got rights. Brown people in the back of the line, I say, fuck them. No shot, no hospital bed. No extended benefits when they find themselves unemployed. Why, why should we waste tax dollars and a bed on these idiots when there are decent, responsible people with heart conditions, cancer, and other terrible diseases that they did not voluntarily expose themselves to who might need the same limited availability beds and care? You see, if these true believers wanted to isolate themselves a la Jim Jones, infect each other, and decimate their own ranks, I'd say that's their choice and that's just fine. The problem is that we have limited health care resources, and the other problem is that they put their parents and children at risk. They also put the rest of us at risk. You see, the longer this virus sticks around, the more it has the opportunity to mutate and develop strains that will eventually be resistant to the vaccines that we work so hard to develop. Once we establish herd immunity, it's unlikely that that will ever take place. But establishing herd immunity is much less likely to occur as long as the Antiva crowd continues to resist getting their shots. So I say, if you guys are so tough, when you can't breathe and you're crying and begging for help, suck it up, buttercup. As Donald Trump put it so eloquently, COVID affects practically nobody. And poof, it'll be a miracle. Just like that, it will disappear.
You either have faith in the Clorox man or you don't. In an effort to better understand the COVID suicide squad, I want to visit the subject of professional wrestling and examine what I believe to be a parallel mindset of the 70% of Republicans who believe Donald Trump won in a landslide and that vaccines are part of a government plot. Most of the people who pay to attend professional wrestling believe that it's real. It's my guess, and I'd like to prove this by doing a poll at the exit doors, that a large percentage of these people also believe vaccines are for wussies. I reached this conclusion because if you believe wrestling is real, you are just dumb enough to believe Jimmy Johnson when he tells you to use extends pills because the product that he hawks, he claims, will make your Johnson longer. The same people will believe Donald Trump when he tells them he won by a landslide. Attend a professional wrestling extravaganza sometime. I went once. It was great fun. Don't look at the wrestlers. Focus on the crowd. That's the real shit show. Fans by the thousands screaming their lungs out while pretend heroes pretend to beat up pretend bad guys. Try explaining to aliens why people pay big bucks to watch guys yell at each other and pretend to beat each other up. Explaining MMA fans is hard enough. Go ahead. Compose an explanation. Assume they are considering feeding us to more advanced life forms in other parts of the galaxy if we cannot establish our species' intelligence worthiness. The only thing I could think of to say in our defense is that these people are an unfortunate genetic mutation. The stupid gene is like a virus that spreads from idiot to idiot at Trump rallies and wrestling matches. When you stop and think about it, The professional wrestling phenomenon explains Trumpism perfectly. Donald Trump, an admitted coward, draft dodger, and germaphobe, is as pretend a hero as you could ever come up with. The guy is afraid of everything, with the possible exception of sexually transmitted disease acquired from hookers. Trump, like Vince McMahon, gave his zombie legions imaginary bad guys to boo. Instead of Randy Savage and Kane, Trump gave his friends Democrats, liberals, Mexicans, Muslims, and other people of color, and he pretended to beat them up by calling them names and claiming he was going to take care of them. He disparages his enemies exactly like professional wrestlers do in their scripted interviews before the matches. John Wayne never beat up anyone. He never shot a bad guy. He hid from them by dodging service for his country in World War II and let other men, real heroes, die while he made movies. John Wayne talked a good game and pretended to be a hero. Donald Trump was created in his exact image. There really are people out there who believe wrestling is real and John Wayne was a hero. The same people believe the election was rigged. 
Not only do these people vote, but we entrust them with cars and expect them to be able to figure out which turn signal to use when they change lanes. They will nod in dullard agreement when the Trump fanatics who are in charge of the election ballot investigation in Maricopa County, Arizona, claim they have discovered proof that there really were Chinese bamboo fibers in the Biden ballots. They reason that these fibers don't show up in the testing because the Chinese invented a process to make them disappear when honest people who adore Donald Trump go to test for them. That is proof positive of a conspiracy. Are you following the logic here? I didn't think so. But that makes perfect sense to a Trumper. The absence of evidence is the best evidence of a massive conspiracy. But here's the question. Do they really believe that pro wrestling is real? It's hard to tell. Kefabi is a term used to describe professional wrestling's portrayal of staged events as real or true. It's the representation of fake competition, rivalries, and fights as being genuine. They actually invented a word for it. Only in professional wrestling can the stagers take a blatantly preposterous claim and insist that it is real and be confident that their fans will not like bobblehead dolls. I have to believe that Donald Trump modeled his approach to politics after Vince McMahon's approach to professional wrestling and combined it with Paula White's prosperity preaching. What all three of these people have in common is confidence that their fans are so incredibly gullible that they could sell anything as real. Some of them actually believe it and want it to be true so badly that they don't care if it is or not. It's the way they want to see the world. When Paula White tells her flock that if they send her their money instead of paying their electric bill, they will get to do a drive-by past the gates of hell and go straight to heaven. They want it to be true. They want it to be true so badly that for them, it becomes true. And they go further in debt so she can live a lifestyle of rich and famous and hang out with her true soulmate, Donald Trump. When Donald Trump tells them the election was stolen, they want it to be true. And last on the list of what matters to them is whether it actually is true. They need an explanation other than the obvious one that the majority of the voters in this country thought that Trump was a flaming asshole. A stolen election is a simple explanation for the way things worked out. Bad guys are responsible. Mexicans, Muslims, immigrants, liberals, and the elites in Silicon Valley. The Trump mob doesn't give a rat's ass whether it's true or not. In their minds, the line between truth and what they want to be truth is an easily movable and attainable target. They want to live in a world where Trump's lies about stolen elections and hordes of Mexican invaders is true. It solves so many problems. Simply stated, these people need bad guys in their lives. Whether it's Batista, Kane, The Undertaker, 
or Hillary Clinton. The important thing is the fantasy of a Hulk Hogan or a Donald Trump who will defeat them. And don't ever bother these people with details like facts. In their world, any facts that are verifiable by evidence but conflicting with kefabi is necessarily fake. The world is upside down and insanity rules. The more evidence that piles up to show vaccines are safe and effective, the greater the proof of a massive conspiracy to make us slaves to the government. The professional wrestling fan is the Donald Trump prototype. If you showed them backstage video of John Crenna scripting an entire performance with Batista, the response would be to attack the person who took the video as an agent of CNN fake news. There never has been, and I doubt there ever will be, a cure for willful stupidity. Willful stupidity and nonsense is comforting. It gives these people a sad kind of hope. It's the exact kind of hope sold to people with stage four pancreatic cancer by charlatans in Mexico with magic cures who are told there is a U.S. conspiracy to keep the cure away from them. The truth offers them nothing, so they'll continue to ignore it, reject it, and attack it. Welcome to the world of Donald Trump and professional wrestling, where a kefabi is the only thing that matters. 